Welcome to Corporate Thought, the podcast where we talk about everything from food to family to music to the life of entrepreneurship and anything and everything else that makes life worth living. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Corporate Thought. Uh, This is your usual host, Mark Marling. I say usual because today is anything but. Uh, Today, we are bringing you a very special episode. Uh, What follows is a conversation with Daphna Horowitz on her podcast, Leadership Live with Daphna Horowitz. And uh, Daphna took me through an online coaching exercise, and this will be live on her show as well, but I thought I would bring it here on Corporate Thought. Uh, So today I'll be reversing to the other side of the microphone, if you will, but in fairness, Daphna was good enough to agree to come on Corporate Thought as well. So next week's episode Uh, I'll be back to my side of the mic, and it'll be my chance to interview Daphna. But in the meantime, please sit back and enjoy uh, Daphna's coaching session with me. Welcome, Mark. Wonderful to have you here. I am glad to be here, Daphna. Thank you for inviting me on the show and uh, for providing me with this coaching. It's a pleasure, and and I should say thank you for being brave, right? Oh, I'm... (laughs) I'm, I'm excited. I'm 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 excited cool. about this. So let's dive uh, right in. Yeah. What yeah. Topic so you want to know? Talk about? Mm-hmm. Okay. So as you know, I have um, I have built. Uh, actually, I have two podcasts of my own, uh, and I have a side hustle business to uh, separate from my regular full time work, if you will. And uh, I have built a certain amount of audience. One show has actually been around for a couple of years and has done fairly well. But I'm always trying to figure out how how do I not only build audience, but how do I I want to build a relationship online, if you will. And this is a perfect timing given that we're dealing with COVID and all of these mm. things. But mm-hmm. I am trying to I don't want to talk at people. I want to talk with people. And so I think that is uh long long time ago uh i actually did very part of my uh, evolutions in work came from blogging i was an early adopter to blogging i blogged early on a very specific topic that got attention and i wound up in much sort of bigger jobs than people at my age would be at those times so okay, when hold I, on a second. So let's just dive in a little sorry, bit because you've said you do a lot of things so let's just take the blogging for a minute what what specific um area were you known for as a blogger oh i was blogging on maritime law i mean okay. nobody so nobody was blogging to begin with <laughs> let alone that on sounds ma- fascinating <laughs> <laughs> well let alone on maritime law <laughs> Sorry, sorry. I, just, I don't mean to, to laugh at you. <laughs> you can. You're fine. It's a, it's a dorky topic, but it's what I do professionally. I'm a, I'm a, I, I am traditionally a maritime lawyer, and so I was blogging on maritime law back in my early 30s, and I wound up with a very big job 
partially as a result of being of attention being given to me because of perceived expertise, uh, which was great. And I tell people all the time, if you put yourself out there, if you let it be known that this is an area that you know something about, then you tend to build an audience. I'm sure, Daphna, you probably Absolutely. see that likewise. And I think, yeah, that's a hugely important um, I don't know, distinction or something to highlight over here is that maybe because I don't understand anything about maritime law and I hear a blog about maritime law might not be something that I would rush to go and search out. But the truth is when you're an expert in your field and you put it out there in a way that's interesting to your audience, that's really what it's about. It's about building your audience, showing that you're the go-to person for a particular field. And that's what you did. And you did it probably in an area where nobody was blogging about maritime law at the time. So amazing. Okay, great. So okay. You, you told us about your, is that still your regular work? Because you said you've got regular work, side hustle, two podcasts. Ah, so regular work is I am uh, I am a lawyer in a leadership role in a very large international shipping company. Okay, so, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, so uh, that is what I do. That's your day job. That's my day job. Okay, and the side hustle. And the side hustles are I have my own um, consultancy in in the logistics space, although I'm not doing very much of that these days, but I wound up sort of transforming that and my second side hustle into opportunities. How best to explain it? Essentially, I do some consulting with startups and with uh, entrepreneurs trying to get them over the hurdles of getting started. And I used my, my experiences in leading, um, large sections of a company and how that team develops uh, and use my real world experiences. Plus, my legal background is certainly helpful to helping companies get off the ground. People get off the ground when they don't know how to start. They literally get hung up on things that I consider to be no big deal because of what I, because of what I know or what I do professionally. So I can help them um, demystify that, make that simpler. Okay. Uh, and so they can actually pursue their their, their goal. Um, and so I do some, interestingly, coaching, maybe differently mm-hmm. than yours, uh, consulting work, helping them get started. And then uh, uh, that led to a series of opportunities for strangers to get to know one another. And so this is where I talk about where I said mm-hmm. being able to have conversations with people, not talk at people. Yes. And, build, and you're talking about building relationships. You know, that's the start of building relationships. And so, okay. yeah. So and you've got your two podcasts. Right. So Corporate Thought, <laughs> so corporate <laughs> thought that, which is the podcast that's also the name of the side hustle, is the business okay. of working with folks. Uh-huh. But uh, we did uh, last year, pre-COVID, we did a series of, um, of dinners of strangers where we brought strangers yes. into unique settings. We gave them homework in advance. We took away their cell phones. We said no business cards, no business small chit chat. Instead, we're going to have a topic of the evening and eat an amazing meal in an incredible setting and with total strangers. And it was uh, really amazing to see the reactions of these people who didn't know each other, who told very personal stories um, under the condition that you know we would not give any attribution to them as who they were in their story, but they still were opening themselves up in a room full of strangers uh, 
really, really amazing. And it made me believe that, uh, and this is all pre-COVID, that technology was causing a problem, that we are too easy to not to really know people, to not break bread with them, to um, not have personal conversations, that the networking event, which I can't stand, is, you know, a business card dance. And if you and people immediately asking that horrible question about what do you do? And that's not how I operate. It feels so surface level and unauthentic. Exactly. And so, that what do you do question that people can't even answer most of the time. That's my big bugbear is the what do you do question. Yeah. So I, yeah. So I remember the first time that I met you and, and I know our, your audience here is not seeing you, but um, you have like these little medals ha- hanging behind your desk <laughs> and, and you told me how you did, I think they were triathlons or something and you, Not right, triathlons, oh, just, just, just half marathons. Half marathons. <laughs> And I have my own pile of medals back here too, <laughs> hanging on my wall. Yeah, I see but, them. <laughs> but I, um, no, but I asked you about that. I want to know, I'd rather know Daphna, the person, than mm-hmm. what does, you know, first. Business will come later. If yeah. there's an opportunity to connect in business, I would rather do business with my friends than with others. So let's figure out how we're, how we're friends first. What are your reading interests? What are you watch? What are you binge watching right now? You know, what, you know, these kinds of things get to know the person and the business will come, but that's not what we do at these networking events. Right. Typically. Um, so I set out to run, um, unconferences and unconventional dinner type situations and places where people could get to know one another, understanding that if I brought amazing people into a room, people who I felt or other people felt were the most something, whatever that something is, that something will rub off and that they will build new, new friendships and new relationships. And that's one way where they will help each other move forward in whatever that is, whatever their, 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 their calling, their ambition, their, why they're a entrepreneur or what have you. You know, when you said that just makes me feel good, you know, that's not like a big word that you're using to describe something that you're doing and all the stuff. It's really like that's when we get beyond the noise. Like, yes, if you had to write a blog on it, you would put a whole lot of words together beautifully to create a blog. But when we go into coaching, and I think this is a great moment for, for, for the people listening as well, is to really understand that when we get into our heart place and when we connect with who we are, we start to use simple words and simple language because the the place of emotion and the place of language and words are two different places in our brain okay in our yes. brain or body or whatever so we really want it so feeling good tell me about a moment where you really felt that oh just that joy that feeling good tell me so, a story about something sure so i can if it's okay i'll tell you about one of these dinners we had last year Cool. And so we had these dinners and they were at, and just to set a setting, they're square tables. So there's no head of the table, tail of the table. They're, they're always perfect squares, uh, three people per side. So a total of 12 people around the square table. And we had put a lot of work into putting this together in advance, but I watched people I knew in the room I personally, in advance of the evening, knew um, three, four of the people at the table, five people at the table, five people at the table. The other seven 
I never had laid eyes on, didn't know who they were at all. Complete strangers to me. And again, they were all strangers to one another, pretty much. And I watched them connect and I watched general Tell me a age story that differences. You. Just tell me one, yeah. one moment. So, Go back to that moment. Put yourself there and tell me that moment. What was it? Yeah. So I watched a young man in his 20s connect at a, a tell a story about um, he was an expecting father and he was telling and his um child was born just a couple of weeks after this event, but he was talking about his nervousness of this event with a complete stranger and with these other people in the room. And he built a connection with this one woman uh, over the course of the evening who was many, many years older than him. Um, but he, he was he was telling this story and she and her reaction and her relationship back to him. And I sat back and I just thought to myself, how, I was so glad that I was able to put those two people in a room together who never would have met each other, who never would have connected. And that because I put together this dinner and I, and these two people wound up at this table that they were able to build a connection, which I know he was able to take something, bring it home with him. Maybe, maybe take away some of his concerns and his fears he was having in that moment two weeks before the birth of his child. This woman gave him some words that made him feel more relaxed about it. And so, I thought, so what do you I made that happen. Yeah. What did that made you, what did that make you feel that you had created? What did you create in that moment? Well, I created the opportunity, but what I did for me, I mean, yes. is again, I felt uh, satisfaction. You for yourself? And, you, yeah, and I the, created the this feeling of you made it happen. Yeah, gave me gave me personal pride and joy, and and awesome. um, and I had uh, teammates on it, and uh, not to, and okay. I felt no, that they fun. did that's likewise. Fun. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, give, we'll give them credit. We'll give them credit. So, but but I, I love that moment of when you thought I made that happen. I can imagine that this is a feeling that has happened to you a few times in your life, where you sit back and you watch something happening, and you go. I made this happen. Yes, clearly, uh, that's very true, and that and for me, that's that's the personal satisfaction that knowing that the actions that I took and the effort and the work uh, resulted in this is I am a relatively um, goal oriented, like mm -hmm. to see success, uh, and so to me that was a measurement of success. Hmm. It's amazing to me because I feel like you you flow very quickly from that moment of like, you know, when you said just a couple of minutes ago, I made that happen. It was like, <clears throat> like in your body, I made that happen. And then you flow straight into the headspace of, well, this is what I do. And I create the opportunities. Blah, 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 blah. And there's like a very quick transition from, okay, like what would it be like to hold that space for a moment of, ah, I made that happen. I, I made that happen. <laughs> Okay, there was a team, and okay, there was a, there was a, there was a, there was a but yeah, you made that happen. Yes, and I and I do. I know it makes me feel good. I I, exactly. I recognize that it does make me feel good, and okay. that that I said sat, uh, there's probably a better word, but to me, just easily satisfaction. I feel I feel personally satisfied. You know that yeah. feeling of. Um, I don't know, maybe consuming a, a meal and sitting back after the meal, right? And feeling good about that meal. Like, you know, that feeling of like calmness and just feeling good about 
the moment that you're in. So mm-hmm. when you ask me to relive it, that's it's like an enjoyment I, for me. Yes. It's like an enjoy. It's like a real enjoyment because it was whatever it was, good food, not overeating and stuffing yourself because that never feels good actually for me at least. But right. it's kind of like just enjoying, savoring the. See, yes. And so that's why I said satis- satisfied. Mm, satisfaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool. Okay. So we've kind of gone into a bit of a story here and some depth around that level of joy, satisfaction. I feel like it's a deep feeling good, as you put it. And, um, you know, the things that come up for me in that is your ability to be a super connector, your ability to build relationships, to bring people into a room who don't know each other your ability to just really speak and create ease with people because you know so much and you can speak with anyone about anything. And how do you want to maybe look at all of this that we've kind of put out on the table and say, well, what do you want to do with that now? Right. So that's where we get to what I, what I mm-hmm. want to do with it. And, through, and I'm trying to do it through podcasting, uh, but I am trying to find all those feelings all of those things that, we just, that you just reiterated that I had said mm-hmm. are, are, tend to be very in-person, very personal connection okay. spaces, right? I, I, I could feel that while this is good, you and I are talking over Zoom right now. Mm-hmm. How much better might it be if we were, if, if we were breaking bread together and having this mm-hmm. conversation over a meal? Um, I, I, it takes away... Uh, I think there's a warmth that comes from the personal space and, but I am trying to, what I, what I desire to find is a way to build those connections in a digital universe, in a new world, in a world where Daphna can be halfway across the world from me. And rather than never meet you or perhaps, only by happenstance if I have if we happen to be in the same country and it, and all the moon and the stars line up that we can take this opportunity and maybe it's not this medium maybe it's some other way and build that same level of personal satisfaction I've had touches of it I've had tastes mm-hmm. of it in a couple of conversations but not all the time and certainly I am I may have listeners, I have plenty of listeners, but I am not building the kind of personal connections with my listeners that I would love. If I could, if I could reinvent the world, it would be take this and turn it into a way where I'm building connections with each person who's listening to this conversation yes. right now. <laughs> so you have this enormous talent you are faced with this enormous challenge of exactly as we moved into the technology era, you embrace this challenge in one way by doing the the dinners with strangers. And now this added complication of the COVID pandemic that, you know, puts it as a more of a challenge for you. And for me, it's like you are the perfect person to transcend this challenge and bring connection in this crazy world that we're living in. Yeah. Okay. Yes, I've. Yeah, yeah. What's coming up for you? No, no, I'm listening. I'm with you. Uh, yes, you're completely right. I want to do that. How does a person with your talent transcend the challenges that we faced with in order to do what you do best? 
and really kind of bring that sense of joy and connection back to you because I feel that right now you're dealing with a whole loss of you know the what could have been and how you want to see connections happening so if you had to maybe just yeah you can grieve over that and say okay there is a loss here there is a loss we're not gonna kind of minimize that but how do you with your talents transcend that feeling of loss and say I can create something even greater and well that, so that's where so I am not a person who spends too much time um, mourning um, a lot, the loss of the opportunity. I am trying. I don't want to use the word trying. I have a friend who yells at me if I use the word trying. I am, in fact, um, changing the methodology. We started a second podcast. I am connecting with people. Uh, you and I met through, I think, like some comment on LinkedIn initially. Uh, I work at meeting new people across the planet uh, How many people every have, day. You, have you managed to do that over the time that we've been in this pandemic? Have you continued oh. to meet new people? Oh, yeah, and dozens online. And, um, and would you say more than before pre-pandemic? So, so yeah, so up until a pre-pandemic, every one of my Corporate Thought podcasts were done in person because I liked that idea oh, of wow. breaking bread with someone and drinking a glass of wine and having a conversation that we would record. So I had my little digital recorder and I would bring it. I, there are even ones done in restaurants, and that's what I did. And then we got pandemic. And so travel went to – and I used to travel – worldwide regularly so it was easy to do and travel went to a you know to a halt so how am i going to meet new people so i connected with some people i knew first and did recordings on zoom and then i started meeting new people around the world and i have uh done interviews with people in the uk and in france and all over the United States, people who I never would have met before. Exactly. So I don't want to state the obvious here, but this pandemic has brought you an opportunity to meet way more people than you could have ever with your travels and face-to-face. 100% agree. And now the only question is, how do I turn it away? How do I change two things? One is, uh, I am I. I know it's not, it doesn't still give me that same sense of, of satisfaction. Okay. Because it's a bit more... Um, sterile maybe a word for it it's a bit more procedural right now so i want to move beyond the procedural and into the relationship mm -hmm. and then the second piece is in order to bring um part of that personal satisfaction as i told you isn't just me meeting them but then me connecting them with other people mm -hmm. with that experience that 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 connection piece and that is to some extent, I, I hope it will come through my through the audience that the audience that the listeners will connect with me that I can start to build rapport with them and then they can reach out and say, you know, I try to connect them in a very uh, simple way by giving LinkedIn information and contact details for the person who was on my show, but that I'll never know if they connect or not, or very rarely do I find that out. But I want to. I want to help facilitate that. I want to, I am, I would like to reinvent the way that we meet each other. Oh. And I'd like to be at the center of making that happen. This is so 
amazing and beautiful to hear because there's something about you said you want to go beyond the procedural and sterile way that it feels to you right now online and you want to be connecting people it sounds to me like in a meaningful way not like here's their linkedin profile go check but you want to know you want to be part of the process and all of that leading to reinventing the way we meet each other so what story are you telling yourself right now what assumptions are you making to say that it's not possible you've got a big mission a big hairy audacious goal a big thing that seems actually crazily impossible at the moment with all the roadblocks and obstacles and whatever challenges we're facing how do you approach it and that is and and that is the million dollar question yeah that's that if that is what i want to figure out and solve and make happen. Do you think you are trying to think about it too hard? (laughs) No, I, I, well, maybe. (laughs) I just just did it. Well, I just just did it. I do. I just do every day. What is wrong with it? What is not satisfying? What is not good about it? Speed to fruition. What is that? That is what does that mean? I'm not getting there fast enough. I'm not. uh, It's it is. You can't get there faster. Technology is bringing you in the fastest possible way to meet people. Oh well, sure. The technology. The the speed of fruition is that. that, I'm sorry. I'm I'm, I'm challenging that. I'm knocking that one down. That's rubbish. That's bullshit. No, I mean the I mean the speed of. I mean the speed of Um, getting of of building those deeper connections. Yes, I can meet people. I can meet people all day online. I've got lots of ways to make that happen it is the how to transform the sterile to a procedural so i'm going to challenge you once again and i think that you've got a story there around the sterile i think you've told yourself that it's sterile but there is nothing sterile about it if you create it in the way that you are born to create it you the, the connection happens not because of the food and not because of the environment it's because of you creating that opportunity with whatever you do so beautifully and magically well i think that is very fair because yes. i often i often complain <laughs> in things that uh in in social media posts or in things that i write or say on the air that we have i call them squirrels but they're not the squirrels that are distracting they're not the it's more the squirrels of of self-doubt and so i recognize that some of this may very well be self-doubt um hidden a little bit in the in the form of um oh technology can't do it or giving myself excuses so Exactly. I appreciate because honestly, like what I'm seeing is if there's one person who's meant to reinvent the way we meet people from what you've told me and how you've described you do things and how much you do, you are that person. And by constantly thinking it's too sterile, it's too procedural, it's not going to work, technology, blah, 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 all of that, that is just stopping you from doing what you need to do and being who you need to be, because that's where the magic is. It's in you. It's in you. Come on, Mark. Are you not feeling connected in this call? Oh, of course. We, exactly. We, How connected are you feeling? I don't know that it would be different. Yes, sure. It would be lovely to have some, a meal together and, you know, whatever, a long drawn out lunch. And maybe one way, one day we can do that. But here we are working on something, diving deep. And I feel connected, which I feel you're connected as well. And you, you're welcome yes. to tell me if I'm wrong. No, no, you are. You, you are correct. And I appreciate being 
challenged that way or 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 asked to to rethink what I'm looking at uh, for sure because I can in a moment of reflection I can see you know when you're in the moment you don't see it you just you yeah right. you know you just but do what you do if I can sit back for a moment and and look at the situation I can appreciate that I that uh, I may be creating the obstacles in my own mind hmm. to some you know uh, and so overcoming those or ignoring I actually think it's more of, of ignoring them and because uh, they'll continue yeah. to pop up but right. um, it's the but, stories it's the stories like when I talk about mindset it's how it's the filter through which we see the world so for me there's a huge mindset filter standing here right now about technology about how we need to meet each other about how we create connections yes and and, and, and tradition replace the filter <laughs> You are right. Uh, no, I, I, I'm not going to tell you you're, you're wrong. Right, right. So, so what filter? <laughs> give me give me an example of a filter. And I, I, this is something I, I recognize, I hope that you will kind of take away and think about because I think it has to still process. But what, if you just had to not overthink it and go with your gut, what filter comes up for you that you could replace it with to start looking at this whole situation differently? That uh, the opportunity that I have to meet the people who I wouldn't otherwise meet because I can more easily I can look at the technology as a as a as a as a benefit as a way to again like Daphna we wouldn't have met very unlikely how about that (laughs) (laughs) exactly and 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 if we look at this this filter this we have just changed your filter or changed your mindset or you can, I mean, it takes a little bit of practice and whatever, but the, the opportunity here is to switch filter from this is a challenge, this is an obstacle to, hey, there's an opportunity in this. How do I use it? Yes. And so that is where, so increasing maybe the depth of the conversation because yeah. if I have to think... Yeah for a moment about why does it feel, you know, sterile or procedural, it's because it's, and maybe you're, you're a great example of this because you're challenging me to think more internally and to be more honest or, or deeper in conversation. And when you thought that I moved it shallow again, you called me on it, but no, <laughs> so that's good. I call good. it headspace and heart space, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, no, but that's good because I think that, that is something that lacks in the online conversation sometimes. Yes. You know, you're yes. two-dimensional, I'm two-dimensional, our conversation becomes two-dimensional. Oh, I love that. I'm actually getting goosebumps at this moment because I think you've highlighted something so important that in the online space this two-dimensionality we have allowed our conversations to also be two-dimensional maybe because of the filters that we think well if we were in person we could do it better if we were in person we could go deeper but actually it doesn't have to be and look how we did break this down here and we did get deep and it's like yes just take a deeper maybe it calls us to be more courageous to take conversations deeper yes and in an online space yeah and it, so that is that is the challenge that i i can walk away with from here is to make my online conversations be more robust if i 
can be more open and deeper in my part of the conversation, that will be good. You and I are having this this conversation. You're willing to challenge me, which I appreciate. And that's part of what we're doing here, which is great. Mm-hmm. How do I... How do I, in a different kind of a conversation, like this is a coaching session online, which is great. In a different kind of a conversation, in a, say, an interview or a different kind of a conversation, um, I have always felt, and again, this is the negative self-talk, right. that, that in, play, in person, I can, I, can, I can cajole, I can push, I can urge someone to be more open in this two-dimensional space, I go back to the how difficult would, would it be to be like, no, Daphna, you know, that's a BS comment. Come on, let's, 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 let's unpack that more, blah, 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 right? You, you see my point or you understand I'm my concern. I'm just going to answer that with a question. Please. What do you need to give yourself permission to be or do or say? I think there's a fear of, I have a fear of, it's funny, I don't ever worry about pissing off my friends because I always feel like my friendship should be deeper than that, than, than Mark being Mark. I have one friend who says I have no tact. Um, <laughs> that could be. I always think that it's, it's coming from a place of love, that if I call you out, it's because I love you and I know you're better than that. And so I will call out that moment. And I'm happy if someone will call it out on me like you're doing here, which is great. But with a stranger, I'm more apt to be soft about it. So here's what I'm hearing, Mark. Okay. I'm hearing you've got this amazing, unique ability and talent to bring people together, to be a super connector, to speak to people about different things. And, and to be this voice who can challenge and be that, whatever, let's call it tactless or whatever, this honest, <laughs> radical, honest, radically honest person that can do it from love. And you are hiding that part of yourself in the online space because, or, or with a certain, certain segment of your audience because, I don't know, whatever the reason is, that you're not being fully, truly, authentically you, and some of your voice is being lost in that. Agreed. So how, and, and something that I know from my work is that when people step fully into who they are and put their voice out there, yes, you're gonna piss off a whole lot of people for sure. But hey, isn't that what you look, you're saying this is what you want. You want connections, you want real, you want depth, you want all of this. Yes. So don't hide a part of yourself if that's what you want to achieve. Yep. So, um, okay. That's the courage. I like it. Um, mm. It's it's uh, it's a little it's a. I it, love it. <laughs> okay, it's a little hard. It's, it becomes a, a little. Um, I'm, I'm taking it in. So it, yes, yes, uh, yes. Uh, yes. You will need to process this. You'll need to sit with us and and let it kind of wash over you. And and actually, I'm here if you need to kind of run some things by me or test some stuff out. Feel well, free. I appreciate that. I know because I I'm imagining um, or the the next the next um, podcast show and and with a complete stranger as they are now and seeing how it goes. Uh, yes. You know, and, and maybe building a, 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 a deeper show out of that. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, so, I love that. I'm actually getting goosebumps as we speak. Do you use goosebumps in the US? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm getting goosebumps because it feels so you. It feels so on target. It feels to me like you bringing everything that you are, all your talents, all your, you know, who you are really to the table and taking it to the level of depth that you want and creating a new way to meet online amazing yes. that's what we need in this world right now we need it because that's our only way right now is this online space so how yeah. do we deepen it i love yep. it i'm super excited <laughs> i don't know about you but i am <laughs> no i am i'm very excited about it for sure but so do let it process be- and i would say my my real advice to you at this point is to say Stay with your feelings on this because you'll notice you'll go heart, head, heart, head, heart, head. Your head will say a whole lot of things and your heart will feel something different. So come back to that space, the heart space. Um, journal about, write, write down about it. Write down your thoughts, write down your fears, write down how exciting it will be. Just work with yourself, process this a little bit in whatever way works best for you. I've been taking little bits of notes as, we're, okay. as we've been talking. To, to to also remind myself and to and to to call it out if you will awesome because awesome. uh, I had I honestly I, I think uh, I had not given a lot of this consideration and I had used um, excuses to uh, to much of it so um, wow. I appreciate that that's powerful it's powerful that you can actually kind of own that you know admit that look at it take it out and look at it and say this is what I've been doing. Well, if I if I if I if I wasn't willing to to admit that or do that, then I then I think I would be a fraud to myself, <laughs> right? And how many of us are walking around so, in this world in that way? <laughs> well, sure, I understand, but you know, I hold my I also hold myself to a to to the standard of if I'm going to talk about it and say that about others, then I better that I better live the you know yeah. live the um, way I that I comment about it. Awesome. Awesome. Wow, Mark, this was an amazing conversation. I've loved it. Thank you. I want to ask you, what are you taking? What is your one insight gem takeaway from our conversation today? Insight. uh, That uh, deep and powerful relationships can be formed virtually. Wow. That's quite a mindset shift right there. So, well, I feel like I've built this connection with you that didn't exist before. So I'm using that as a, I'm using that as a, as a, if not a model, an example. A test that <laughs> a test, Yeah, right. Yeah. So now can I put myself on the other side of, 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 of that microphone and of that conversation? Exactly. Exactly. Awesome. So, Thank I you so that. much. So that was my conversation with Daphna Horowitz. Uh, Please be sure to check out next week when I get the opportunity to uh, interview Daphna and you get to learn something about her. So uh, as always, thank you so much for your ongoing support. Thank you for subscribing wherever you get podcasts and thank you in advance for rating us and providing your feedback and your comments. Uh, I always appreciate every bit of it. And uh, until next time, talk to you soon.